3: Hello everybody, happy Thursday to you, June 3rd, 2021, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalin here on your Thursday morning, we appreciate you spending it along with us, as newsworthy of a sports day yesterday that we've had, maybe in 2021, and we've got two hours to talk all about it, how are
2: you fellers doing? Just a random Wednesday in June sports popping off left and right.
3: Yeah, coach K, you were day late for Kentucky's state birthday present. So,
2: yeah. What there gets. you go, messing up again. Yeah. But well, we're going to have a good day today, aren't we, Justin?
0: That's all right. It's uh technically my Saturday, so I'm feeling real good. It's one of those days I wake up and I'm already ready for a nap. From the moment you open your eyes, you're like, when can I nap?
3: Well, that's the beautiful thing about weekend days when you wake up is it's like, oh, if I wake up early, I can just go back to bed. Don't have anything to do.
0: Uh that's what my weekend falls on this, so I still have to wake up and do this. But then I can go home and nap. It's all good. See, the thing so is exactly what I just said.
3: Yeah, here, here so you can go home and nap. Yeah, but that's great. That's awesome. There's uh, always that, that makes the early stuff. Who cares? feel yeah. Like
2: every time I do that, though, by the time I get going, I'm like, well, I'm going. I might as well just keep going.
3: But then that's okay too. Then you're going. That's true. But on the flip side, if you have that mindset and then you start going and then you decide, you know what, I, I, I don't want to go, then you don't have anything to do, you go back to bed. It's awesome. Not having plans may be the greatest thing in the world.
2: The kicker. Uh, child needs to be ready to go to sleep, too. But
3: that's the beauty of Justin. doesn't have to worry about the child. That's true. That's right. Only child, yeah. he tuck in the roommate and then he can go do whatever he wants.
2: <laughs> Read
0: him a bedtime story. Does your
3: roommate have a like an 8 to 5?
0: He works, yeah, eight thirty to four thirty, okay, or eight to four thirty. But he works; it, he gets to work from home, so he's got it made in the oh, shade.
3: Oh, I was gonna say, if you even double cooler, if you had the house to yourself.
0: Yeah, no, that hasn't happened in over a year. I've oh, had
2: uh, like an annoyance? Is, he, is he going yes, back to work soon?
0: Yeah. Um, there's talk that he had that they're going back soon. Um, they're building a new campus, the company he works for, gotcha, so they're gosh. waiting for that to get done. Um, he was working over at Kentucky but they built a campus in Indiana so
2: now, there's a there's a lot of uh, folks that are going back to work though I had yeah. one buddy who's in the office for the first time this week since mm-hmm. the pandemic started uh, I mean hell Kentucky basketball <laughs> what a I, I know TJ Bosner hadn't been to the craft Center since the pandemic it feels like things are they, I know at least downtown Louisville they, they want some people to start coming back to work
3: yeah they do the the wife's company they They were one of the. it seemed like it was like March 1st, 2020, where they were like, all right, we're going to work from home for a little bit, see how this plays out. And then I think this was their first full week where it was like, all right, everybody back. They were kind of doing some, if you want to come in, cool. If you don't want to come in, that's fine too. And then it got to a point where it was like, all right, we need you to come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays and stuff like that. But they just now are officially back back. So I guess more companies are probably doing that as well. Uh,
0: so you didn't have the house to yourself,
3: no,
2: at all. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. It was. I'm mourning I'm that too because school's out for Brooke. So
3: there was nice parts about it, and there was yeah. parts about it where it's just like, all right, uh, if i like today has been so stressful, I just want to lunch where I'm not even seeing another human
0: being. Sometimes you just got to be in your own thoughts.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, you do. You yeah. do. And Duke's right now. If I if I come downstairs to just take a break for a second. He sees me. Says, We're in trouble, folks. No, he gets. Ha- he doesn't. Is not happy whenever I have to go back upstairs in that office.
3: So is he walking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. He's yeah. I know, last. Last I asked, he was, but I think it was with trial. A and little error. wobbly. Now, now yeah. it's just he's all over the place.
2: Oh yeah, he's climbing up on top of the couch. Oh, he's, that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But does not like when Dad isn't r- ready to play with him. Hmm. You know, Mom gets a little boring sometimes. Who's the know? mean parent? I mean, we both have to have our mean moments. Who's, who's the meaner He one. giggles at me saying no more often, though. <laughs> so I think I'm just not taking it seriously. So I, that means I'm just going to have to go nuclear one day. So he'll, <laughs> then he'll respect my authority.
3: There you go. That's I think that's the, the way that they say the best parenting is done. Mm-hmm. Just blow up random blow ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you uh, never know. He's a wild card. Well, the news blew up our Wednesdays yesterday. Yes. And where we any anywhere that we could have started probably would have been the lead story for the entire show, but we'll have to find a way to divvy it up. You know, three or four ways. I'm starting with Coach K.
2: Oh yeah, of course. Awesome news,
3: <laughs> just really top notch, uh-huh. amazing, great news. See you later, Coach K. You're as crooked as your name. Get the hell out of here after Man, this season, I guess.
2: I feel like. The citizens of Munchkinland, after the Wicked Witch gets crushed by the house, mm, yeah. Great, I just want I just want to like skip around and like bang drums and celebrate because the witch is dead. Except we got another year. Oh, it's going
3: to be a disgusting year. Uh, oh my god, it's going to e- be
2: obnoxious. ESPN is. I just pulled up the ESPN app last night to just look at NBA scores. Of course. It's the worst score app ever. I'm much better off just Googling the teams because it's a garbage, garbage I, I app. I've
3: never ever had issues with Always this Always do. They
2: put tennis scores up before NBA for some reason. Nick, oh, the, you
3: should you, use... you, you got to personalize that stuff. You should so, use
2: the, the score
0: score app. Yeah. Much I, better.
2: Instead, I get at the top of the ESPN page, Jay Billis replacing Mike Krzyzewski, the most difficult job ever in the history of college basketball. Like, I, I don't need these takes. I don't... Any of them, all of them. Was that on the hyperbole? No, that was the the headline, Is J. Bill is talking about Coach K. It's going to be, if we thought the Zion hype was obnoxious, the Coach K ESPN, oh, it's going to be a disgusting year. But every time he loses, it's going to be a a joyous occasion. Incredibly joyous occasion.
3: And I'm surprised they haven't already started doing the commercials for the Champions Classic. You know? Oh, like yeah. K-Cow, one final time, the start of the farewell tour, New York City, Madison Square Garden, Kentucky, Duke. You can already see it now. It's just, this is—the most hilarious part about it is uh, there's so many different angles. Yesterday, my mind was racing just with all these different takes, but— they're hiring John freaking Shire to oh, take over. I love
2: it. I mean, but what? Yeah, let's keep it in the family.
3: Indiana, Duke, and UNC hire Hubert Davis, Mike Woodson, and John Shire to be their replacements. And I mean, Mike Woodson's for the best of them all. <laughs> Woodson, <missed>, yeah, <laughs> three coaches. He's... I cannot believe. I really can't believe it. I, I feel like I'm in some sort of Candyland fantasy world, Roush, where somebody's gonna be like, "Hey, so Duke." The coach that has just been the center of college basketball, maybe one of the most annoying figures in college basketball, he's stepping down at the most elitist, douchey university in America. Great. That's awesome. I was, I've was i been waiting for this my whole life. I've been alive for 30 years. He has been coaching that long, and you add probably another, what, what is it, 45 decade. years, two I think he started two decades. in 80. Just ridiculous. Way too long. Get the hell out of here. All right, so he's retired. That's awesome. Good, good, good. Duke national brand, though, maybe the biggest bandwagon fan base in college hoops. They're gonna probably be all right. It's a good university. They've got tons of facilities. They're 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 gonna probably get the best money co- of money. Brad, Ste- Brad Stevens. Yeah. Who, who who are they going to hire to be their coach? Oh, the assistant coach that resume can fit on an index card. Who's literal? I'll read the resume for you, for you. Duke basketball player. Duke assistant, head coach in waiting. That's it. That's it. Has never coached basketball anywhere else. Has never been under anybody else. And he's taking over Duke's basketball program after UNC basically just did the same terrible thing. Well, what did UK do to get so lucky, Roush? What is going on? And the beautiful thing is whenever Calipari decides to hang it up, UK ain't going and hiring Kenny Payne. They're not going, and, you know, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the in the world if they were. Kenny Payne's been a bunch of different places. But they're going to go hire the best available college basketball coach that they can get. Not, not, well, you got to keep it in the family. Ooh. Ooh, let's get it in a in the, floor
2: slapper. Keep,
3: keep it in the family. Got to do it the Duke way. I mean. That's why I tell all these bandwagon Duke fans, Duke does not care about you. If you're not Duke, if you didn't go to Duke, they do not care about you. They think less of you. They are not the bandwagon fan base so many people hope and cling to. And, of course, my buddy had this take and it was spot on. Of course, Coach K thinks so highly of himself that when he – and you know he got to pick the next guy. Yeah, and and yeah. right and probably rightfully so. And mm-hmm. I would want Cal to have some input on – uh, it, you know, unless he wants to hire an assistant with zero, zero, zero coaching experience, in which case, Cal. I mean, he the has a with of more
2: here. coaching experience than Shire, though. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I, I, don't even know where to, comp- but, who to compare it to. No, it would be like hiring. I guess Richard's different because was his son, and even Richard went other places. It's this is it's 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 odd, but hey, I'm not complaining. Not complaining at
3: all. So I'm I'm not surprised that he gets to pick his successor. But of course, he thinks so highly of himself that he's like. The guy who's only ever learned basketball under me. I have taught him everything he knows. Back to his playing days. He is next to take over one of the top three basketball programs in the country. He's ready. Oh, okay. Can we ask you a few follow-up questions? Are you you sure? What makes you? Because he learned from me. Because I'm Coach K. And he'll do things the right way. And then they just got a new athletic director Duke did. I bet she's probably just like, Oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, that's cool. If Coach K wants them, then I can't oh, say anything no you, about it. You can't. That way, if it doesn't work, she'd be like, eh, Coach K. Yeah, you know, he wanted, I, I never really. <laughs> Shire, you kidding me? You get so, year three? If you're the AD, this is like,
2: perfect. Brave.
3: Yes, absolutely. Take this hire out of my hands. I will get zero blame for it when it inevitably probably. My wife was like, how long do you even give John Shire? Yeah. I think that's a great question. I mean, if we... K had a bunch of bad years, so even if Shire had bad years, I feel like the narrative would be like, oh, it's just like K.
2: Well, Bill he's got to he's got to figure things out. So I'm thinking they would give him at least three.
3: The thing is, again, like K had some really bad years where it was like, if it was modern basketball, he would have been gone in a heartbeat. So I could see I, what I'm hoping is Shire just stinks, and they they feel like compelled to, oh man, we got to follow the K recipe book because let's see here, his first three years at Duke. Uh, no tour- NCAA tournaments and, uh, let me do the math here, 38 and 47. Sub-500. Yeah, and 13 and 29 in
2: ACC play. Was the fourth year the year of Billis and Dawkins and all them?
3: That was in 84, so maybe that was like their freshman year. Yeah, um, and they probably
2: got good and then went to the title in 86. And then they,
3: they, they really weren't great. They went to the second round um, of the NCAA tournament. For, or the round of 32, which I don't remember exactly when they expanded to 64. So round of 32, I don't know if that was the second round or if that was the first round back in 84. Probably still the – probably 64 teams then. Uh, but really didn't start turning it on until that 86 team. And So oh, I don't know how long you give Shire. It's hilarious. All this has worked out great for Kentucky. Man. If you're a UL fan and you're Chris Mack, you got to love this too. This It's like the Joe Biden quote that it's like, benefits everybody hurts nobody this is what this, this is exa- this is exactly what this is uh this is this is benefiting everybody
2: and, and here's what I'm really going to enjoy life after coach K is ultimately programs are defined by the program and not by the coach you can say that about Kansas you can say that about Kentucky hell you could even say that about Louisville can't say that about Indiana suck it when Bob, they are Bob Knight. It's Bob Knight basketball team, and you're just the fighting Bobby Knights. Uh, life after Bob Knight's been what? One Final Four? That sounds about right. Yeah, like the year after, two years after with uh, Davis. His team. <laughs> Sa- same thing with Duke. Now, Duke did have the Final Four run in 66 previously, so there was a little something there. Little. Yeah, it's a little. But this is Coach K's program. They're the Fighting Szezuzki s- 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 And they're going to learn that life after a legendary coach. It's, it's not fun. It's not fun.
0: The funny thing about this is didn't we talk um, well, maybe two, three weeks ago about Coach K possibly retiring and having the Derek Jeter farewell tour, and now it's actually a thing?
2: And that was the thing. Yes. We got all excited for it. I said it was gonna happen. Yeah. And we I, thought I, it like, was the Jason then Jason Jordan was just like, no, it's Sky Clark's transfer into another high school. Like it was it was really disappointing news at the time. We thought it was gonna be this. And then Goodman. Goodman was What's the opposite of "don't shoot the messenger"? Like, can we shoot the messenger?
3: Man, good. Or, uh, Jeff Goodman's had a nice come up ca- over the can last we, like, six months.
2: Is he the new Nike? You know, Nike was the runner at marathon. Instead of dying, we just make the Goodman shoes. Goodmans.
3: I don't know how he's gotten uh, a reinvigorated scoop, but uh, that was a big. He one just had for to go him. to stadium. I know that's the crazy thing about it is like Hidden he didn't even have the scoop when he was at jobs. ESPN. Part of the reason why he wasn't at ESPN, but goes to the stadium and now it's just boom, 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 breaking news, breaking the coach K news. Which so there had been rumbling. So what I'm guessing probably happened was K was probably like, all right, I, I'm I'm out. Like I I I, I don't I want to do this. I bet he got talked into like, hey, you're gonna have a pretty good team. Go out one more year. I know Tate and Fraser had
2: been, uh, had been talking it up, but I think a lot of people were more like, oh, that's just wishful thinking from a North Carolina fan.
3: It probably doesn't have to... He probably didn't need much convincing to like do one more year and do the farewell tour, but I bet when those rumblings came out, about a month ago, two months ago, whenever it was, I bet there was probably some truth to it. Like, oh, he's stepping down. Like, he, he wants a break. And then I bet there was like, why don't you think about it? And then ultimately... He was probably like, farewell tour, everybody giving me gifts.
2: Oh, and you get to outlast Roy? I mean... I do kind of wish
3: Roy would have done, like they had done a farewell tour together. That
2: would have been cool. What if, What if all of a sudden you just hear nothing. Roy Williams come out like, well, not so
3: fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he's going to do one more, I could do one more year. I mean, why the heck not? But
2: I do think there is part of it that Kay was, I mean... He knows this coming. I know Goodman had the one quote, and it comes off as whiny, that, well, there's so many changes in college basketball that it's just why I go with it. And, like, I mean, I would totally I, – I, yeah, I get that. Transfer portals, nutty. Uh, nils going to be happening. This is a good time to get out. Uh, Beheim, you know, he's going to outlast them all, but he's only outlasting them just as coaches' kids. He's not going to be there much longer after that. No. I think he's older than all of them, in fact. I think he's like seventy eight, K seventy five, which I think leads us to the the next part is that there's not college basketball is the personalities are the coaches. The coaches are really drive the the national narrative and attention. And the old guard is coming to an end. Right now, I, after these guys go, it's what Bill Self and Cal.
3: Calson, uh, yeah.
2: And, uh, Izzo's still around, and Jay Wright. Th- those guys aren't as vocal and don't drive it quite like. Yeah, I guess ba- when they have Patino
3: officially, officially hang it up, then that's the end of like that tier, and then the next up is the that next group that you're yeah. referring to. And Cal's probably at the at the front of the line of that group, right? Or maybe right.
2: you know, right there with Izzo as well. You'd probably put Few, Jay Wright in that kind of tier, and then there's. Because what, what I'm getting to is that there is going to be a vacuum. I mean, the, uh, these players aren't just all going to go play in the overtime league. They've got to take out their suck it and suck it. You would assume that Chris Beard is going to reap the rewards of this. Paulo Banchero is the kind of guy that, if not Duke or Kentucky, probably Chris Beard of Texas, right?
3: Yeah, y- yes. Uh Paulo Benchero also tweeted out. He was like, "One last ride." Remember when he committed to Duke and it was like a surprise? Yeah. Not that like Kentucky thought they had a good shot at him, but it was just the timing and the Duke pick both came out of like nowhere. Because Kentucky, I think, felt pretty good about it. I it? just can't help but think. I wonder if like K was like, "Hey, I think I even said that when he committed." I wonder if K was like, "Hey, you're gonna this is gonna be my last year, last ride?" Because it all just came out of nowhere. But that's one thing that's crossed my mind mm-hmm. throughout this uh, throughout this whole thing. Duke's gonna be good, but not like preseason top three, top five good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doesn't mean they can't get there at some point. Seems like Kay generally does a little bit better when expectations aren't as high for for his team. Well, he's going
2: to get to take all the attention off the kids. It's like the Tebow effect. You bring in Tebow to take the heat off Trevor Lawrence. You bring in the retirement party to take the heat off the the kids.
3: So do people, or do team? so is it like Jeter where he's getting gifts before games? I don't think getting gifts, no.
0: He'll get a a huge standing ovation everywhere
3: he goes. No yeah. Does he? Product. So yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So you're you're giving him a standing ovation. Absolutely. If you're at the Yum Center, no, no
0: matter how much I hate Duke, oh, I'm, boo- and hate- I'm
3: booing his brains out. No,
0: Coach K is one of the greatest coaches of all time. That's fine. You, also, you've got to show your respect. To one
3: his- who has never, for whatever reason, gotten negative attention from the media. Don't know why that is.
2: Price is right.
3: Two, while it was earned, not given. USA basketball coach was just like a gift, a gift from the Nike gods God, to be was. like, here you go, here's this unbelievable recruiting advantage, and two, just a USA. Ba- I could coach USA basketball and we're winning gold, so that was a gift for him. And then secondly, he's just a doucher going into other players' locker rooms and lecturing them about how to celebrate, always having to insert himself into wins or losses, regardless of what it be. And as more and more and more and more and more comes out, the dude is a cheater, and has never once even caught the attention of the NCAA. So no, and I think he'd want it that way because he's been booed his whole career for for from opposing fans for the most part. I'm not giving in to that the the gimmick. Like I, I, Justin, I can respect that he is one of the greatest coaches of all time. I ain't I ain't celebrate him. It's Duke. It's Coach K. Are you kidding me? No way. There's zero chance that I would cheer for him. He should get booed in every arena that he's in on his way out, and that and that can be a that can be a compliment. It can be a compliment. Yeah. It'd be cheesy to have Rupp Arena all standing up. Oh, way to go, Coach K. Way to go. so proud <laughs> of you. I was thinking more so. He gets so back injuries when his team does bad, so that the losses don't pile up on his record.
0: I was thinking more so give them crap the whole game and then like afterwards. you normally do and then at the end of the game uh, one last hoorah. thanks coach k yada yada uh,
2: yeah i uh, don't if think they're we gonna if we win i would cheer doing the kobe thing either you know like it's not gonna i don't think we I mean
3: uk already released like a thank you coach k sort of deal which is uh, cheesy and corny nice. as all well. i mean i get cal saying something but to have the whole athletic department and like spin it around and do it I trust you Cal ain't going to get that treatment when he steps down, folks. He ain't getting a farewell tour of people cheering him and I mean, being they, happy about him. K, you can calendar. suck it. I'm happy you're getting out of basketball. Duke, congrats on making maybe the worst hire of this offseason or next offseason or whatever offseason you want to account it to. This is a great day for the Cats, the Cards, and all of college basketball. Yeah. We did it first.
2: Suck it, Coach K. Woo-hoo.
3: Get out of here. Kentucky should beat Duke, right? I mean, I guess we have no idea. But that would be great. It would be. Give Kay a loss and not see him again, although.
2: I really, the thing that I just, I don't want everybody to compare this to, but we were on the wrong end of it in 75, the Wooden retirement thing. Wooden did the one game, and, you know, folks say the rest. That's what
3: you thought Kay may do here.
2: Yeah, is wait to play that card until he really needed a boost. Uh, But instead, I mean, come on. He can't. He needs the whole year with all eyes on him. Needed that narcissism. So, uh, I don't think we're going to get... I mean, Duke gets calls no matter what. They like, always do. I mean, they, do. they always yeah, do. Not, it's not going to so be nothing w- new.
3: Will it be a little worse? Could be, but it's already pretty bad. Yeah. So, uh, let's Oh, just... you
2: mean they're going to... College basketball refs are going to call charges? Oh, big surprise.
3: Suck it, Coach K. Suck it, Duke. Uh, this was... Great. Hilarious. I mean, just I, we knew they were going to keep it like in the Duke family, but I thought they'd go get a head coach somewhere else.
2: Yeah, Tommy Amaker or something. Tommy who's Amaker been there for a decade at Harvard. Considered. Jeff you know, Capel would have T- been really funny.
3: Tommy Amaker wouldn't have scared me. Capel would have recruited really well there, but he seems to have some flaws. As a coach, right. I'm just – I'm you know what I'm most uh, – kind of switching gears here. I'm so happy UNC didn't go get Stackhouse. He would have killed it at UNC. Yeah, because he just needs players. I think yeah, he's a good coach. Maybe but he'll he's... be next. And I think he ticked off some media in Nashville, and he's got some, like – and it's kind of his way or the highway sort of attitude, and maybe that turned UNC off. But instead they go with Hubert Davis, who nobody's heard from, and, like, what when was, he was his on last college game, game day? When was his last game day? year, Yeah. So – This is great. Our rivals are making head-scratching hires. And uh, I guess the one thing to remember, though, is like uh, Shire could stink and they could replace them and probably go get who they want. Like they they could make up for it. It's not like these are going to put Duke or UNC completely in the basement as much as I wish that it would. But for now, it's good news, folks. It's exciting stuff. Great news. And we've got a lot more exciting stuff to talk about. We need to head to a commercial break. Before we do, Salceritas has two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews, both locations hiring. So if you've got a high a kid that's in high school or in college, home for the summer, maybe you're home for the summer. Maybe you're looking for a little part-time work here or there. Awesome place to work at Salceritas. Two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. St. Matthews, completely renovated, beautiful, beautiful space to have lunch or to work, and then Middletown, huge space, and they've also got a drive-thru as well. Check them out. Download the app. Save yourself some money. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Oh, TJ Walker, uh-huh. and Justin Kalen.
2: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Uh, You don't like fiction. Yeah, I guess you could say that. What is your favorite fictional piece of anything?
3: Do you you like Jurassic Park?
0: Uh, Jurassic Park was good, but that's real. I mean, that happened at one point. Welcome
2: to Jurassic Park.
3: No. Not with people,
2: but I mean. There there
3: was like, there was. We've never cloned an island of dinosaurs, and then the island had an electrical failure, so the dinosaurs got out.
0: It at least had the feeling of something that could have happened.
3: I'm simply saying that life, uh, finds a way. I love Jurassic Park. I mean, couldn't.
0: I've always been a dinosaur. Theoretically,
3: that we get space technology where we're going all over the galaxy. That can't happen? Nope. I mean, it's literally happening. Nope. Mm Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Call. So funny sometimes how these thing, how these like rejoins, which we have no idea what we're going to hear before we come on the show. I'm sure you all do believe us if you've listened to the show more than a few days to believe that we may be underprepared or not. not You know, Trevor does his thing anyways. Uh, funny that came out because...
2: Are dinosaurs a, coming back?
3: A study on Americans and dinosaurs came out, and it's not a good look oh. for for Americans. Uh, 54% of adults believe dinosaurs only lived in Africa and North America, (laughs) which is wild to think that. I don't know. uh, Folks, they found dinosaur bones everywhere. Everywhere.
2: (laughs) Woolly mammoths. Okay.
3: All right. This, but there's a better stat. Oh, this Uh, one's
2: going to be, uh,
3: nearly half of Americans. What do you think? Half of Americans still think about dinosaurs. What do you think the finish—how do you think I'm finishing this?
2: I just really hope that it's not something like dinosaurs and humans at the same time. Uh, That came out in
3: 15. 41% believe that, like, dinosaurs and humans were, like—people were riding dinosaurs. Did they go (laughs) to—did they
2: they take that survey after going to Ark
3: Encounter? That's what I think, like, that's—I would guess that 30% of those people probably think that from religious beliefs, and then 11 maybe are just dumb which uh, that may be wishful I mean, thinking
2: isn't when you say that all 41% are just dumb.
3: Well, obviously,
2: <laughs>
3: but if you, if your faith told you to believe something differently and you were devout in that faith, uh, you'd be wrong, but you know, you've got to believe your faith. So it is what it is. Uh, Nearly half of Americans say that they're convinced dinosaurs roamed a remote corner of the world still today. (laughs) What? So, like, they think there's, like, a Jurassic Park out there. Now, when I first read this, my first thought was, like, well, alligators are dinosaurs. Turtles are dinosaurs. Yeah,
2: go the Galapagos. It's a wild place. Yeah,
3: really. I mean, hell, chickens to some degree. You look at uh, things that are in the ocean that haven't changed over the course Mm -hmm. of, like, hundreds of millions of years. Uh, So, like, from that, that, sure, but they pulled 2,000 adults, 4 in 10. So if you think that's a little messy, and you probably do, 2 out of 5. They believe that prehistoric, prehistoric inhabitants are still roaming the Earth. I mean, where would they do this survey? I don't know. I don't know who the 2,000 people were. Man. Idiots, though. I tell you. Uh, oh, let's God see. Gracious. Eight and ten that had a passion for dinosaurs, believe they passed that love of passion for dinosaurs down to their kids.
2: Well, that's good. We I that's feel sweet. like
3: our generation watched a bunch of dinosaur stuff growing up.
2: Land Before well, Time, Land baby. Before
3: Time was just well, fire. That, and then, like, the Dino Jurassic sitcom? Jurassic
2: Park came out. I mean, that all came out in the early 90s because the Dino sitcom, I think, was 1990, TGIF.
3: It was just called Dinosaurs, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: And then... Um, Land Before Time. Uh, yeah, when, when did Land Before Time start? Can you can you Google that one? I know Jurassic Park was 91. So yeah, I mean it really just came out in bunches right before they had seventeen land before times. They just kept turning those babies out. They were all good. And
3: then the last one was just like we're screwed. These are we're dead. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, it was really they just sad. Like, and everybody, like just, everybody died. Like little ducky was just getting torn to shreds by like T Rexes that were desperate for food. Oh no no! Little foot, little foot's neck had been ripped open. Is that graphic? sharp? Sharp tooth did okay. Until the asteroids
2: I mean, I really enjoy that you remember all their names. Oh, I remember it, all their names, had, too. I just oh, had Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> Although,
3: I did remember Ducky and Littlefoot. You got oh, Spike, and you got Petrie.
0: I remember yeah. them all. I, I know way too much Spike land before like time. Spike
3: was the stoner, right?
0: Spike was that little uh, pterodactyl that was scared of everything. He was such a little bee.
3: No, he wasn't a pterodactyl, was he? Oh, I think so. I thought he was the one with the spikes on his back.
0: Oh, Spike! Yeah, he was. Yeah, the Spike. He He's like really small. I think it was Petrie, like, though. I think yes, Petrie Petri. was the yeah scared little bee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spike didn't talk. He he talked in the third episode. Ducky fell off and, off the bridge, and he said, "No." That's the only time he talked. Really? Yeah.
2: Oh. I love that Justin can remember well, Justin, when's
3: the last time you watched Land Before Time? Oh, God. Probably yep,
0: yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last week. Uh, man, it's probably been 20-plus years, but they, those movies had such a big impact on me as a young lad.
3: His rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's on his deathbed. Petrie. <laughs> Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. So while I was super pumped up about the Coach K news... Roush, there was a little piece of news yesterday that I imagine just had you going bonkers. So I'll let you take it from here, buddy.
2: See you, Bob Baffert. Get the hell out of here.
3: <laughs> Get out of here. I've been waiting for you to sound off on the Bob Baffert news. Gosh, Jess. So why don't you tell everybody what happened, the news of the news, so and then it, go to Take City.
2: It's it's pretty great Um, in a uh, very horse racing way for this to come out. So the New York Times... uh confirmed that the split sample from Medina Spirit, huh, big shocker, that failed the drug test too. Like, like it always does.
3: I just like that they came out and they were like, that's fine, but I think that everybody will show that this is just an ointment.
2: But it doesn't care. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we know. You told us. You used it. It's still cheating. So, Like, I didn't shoot the steroids up my butt. I took a pill. (laughs) (laughs) So... While that is true, so the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission, they're at least going to be nice to Baffert, and they're going to do some more tests and all this. So they they are the ones that can officially take Medina Spirit off the board and make Mandolin the Kentucky Derby winner. They're going to do more tests. They're going to wait. Churchill Downs was like, nope, we've had enough. Baffert, you are ruining the reputation of horse racing of the Kentucky Derby, and by God, you will not Run at this track for the next two years. Ugh, two years without Baffert at the Derby.
3: It seems like a strict punishment.
2: And you know what? The the two years it's important and significant because these owners of the horses that like like the really really wealthy owners that get the the, the big ones the ones that can run in the Derby they're just not going to be they're not going to send their good horses to Baffert and. Ooh. Baffert, I mean, he's not running the races. He's a coach. I mean, that's that's essentially what a trainer is. They're the horse's coach. And the way he complimented Brad Cox, he's like, you know, Brad's got a good eye, and he's finally getting the horses. All of this is about getting the right horses. And if you want to have a Kentucky Derby winner and you think you've got a horse that can do it, you're just not going to send them to him. So his barn, now, I, I don't know. Santa Anita, they issued a statement. What's probably going to happen is the folks who own Santa Anita, the Stronix, they're the Dr. Evils of horse racing. I don't—they're I, they're, they're the bad guys. They own a bunch of tracks everywhere. Uh, they're probably the second—I don't know if they they have more, just as many as CDI, because Churchill Downs, they own quite a few as well. But the Stronix, they own Pimlico. And that was probably a big reason why Medina Spirit was able to run in the Preakness, because they own that track. So they have enough political pull to be like, hey— um, nobody's going to give a damn if we can't run this horse at Pimlico. Let's make it happen. So what's likely to happen, Santa Anita, they issued a statement of, well, we're waiting for the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission to decide before we make a statement. I have a feeling they're still going to let Baffert run his horses at Santa Anita. So he's going to have some... But it's going to hurt his barn when it comes to three-year-olds over the next few years. It, it is. It's it's going to hurt him not being able to have a chance to run for a triple crown.
3: Do you think there's a little bit of he doesn't care? Like, I've done so much anyways. I'm rich as is. So if you guys want Bob Baffert out of the sport, maybe in two years I'll come back if it's easy. Otherwise, you know, whatever.
2: Uh, I would think that if this one didn't get taken off the board because this is the – he – he moved from a tie with, I think Schumacher Schumacher was a jockey, not a trainer. He was tied with another trainer for most Kentucky Derby wins. This one was making him sole first place. So, I think, I mean, he thinks highly of himself. I'm yeah. sure he wanted to have, to be the sole guy for it. So, some of it's going to take him off. And part of it, too, I wonder how the horse racing community is going to handle it. Because there is part of it where you need... You want to have Baffert in the spotlight to a degree. Well, you
3: are the horse
2: racing community. Yeah, but I'm talking about the uh, – I, I know a lot of trainers are ticked off, but, like, are they going to do the Rick Patino and let him sit on the set of a horse racing thing and talk ponies? You know what I mean? Like, I don't you, know – You
3: wouldn't say no to that. Like, I just – I feel like even if you are mad at him and you are disgusted and you think he's a no-good dirty line cheat, it's like ratings. If you're NBC yeah. and it's Derby Day and you have Baffert – on to talk horse racing.
2: And to talk about the other ones. Yeah. Like, I hey, mean, like,
3: so I can't imagine he's getting blackballed.
2: Right, right. Exactly. So I think it will be a exclusive Churchill Downs thing. What, but here, here's, the big one is Naira. Naira, the New York Racing Authority Racing Association. They're trying to, they're the second, if not the first biggest, them in Kentucky. They, they're the two big organizations out there because they've got a ton of historic tracks and right now he's suspended there. I believe they're also going to wait to see what the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission does and maybe working if they follow Kentucky's lead in both places ban him, it's just it's going to be really hard for him to get horses and then it makes me wonder are people going to bring their horses back to him after the suspension or not? I would think some will. Yeah. But I just don't think that the. Like I, he'll still have ah, good ah. derby horse, but will he have five like he normally does in January and then a couple get injured and then you're left to two or three? You know, so.
3: If I was Baffert, I'd just take a two year vacation. How cool <clears throat> would that be? You know, he'd have the money to do it. Just be like, all right, fine. You guys are forcing me. It'd be like suspensions in school when it'd be like, oh,
2: I've got to stay home. I think bro. a lot
3: of places have like. Outlawed? Not outlawed, because I don't think it's like leg- legality, but maybe it is. Where like you can't suspend like a kindergartner through yeah, JCPs grade. just did that. The, like this Man, week, that's, that's where I, I were, guess that's probably where yeah, I saw it. It was in the news. It does right. make sense? Like if I was in third grade and I was acting like a little crap at school to the point they were like, "All right, guess what? You don't get to go to school anymore." I'd be like, "Sweet, this is great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome." So if I'm, but that would be just like as a third grader that you know was dumb versus Bob Baffert, who is super, super rich that could just be like, all right, you guys won't hear from me again for two years. And then what if he came back with a vengeance? I would also We're think super too, jacked that and in shape.
2: Trainers work pretty year round. I know that he uh, he passed off a lot of duties. I mean, they they describe him as a hands off trainer. He's there, but he's not, I don't think, doing the daily grind quite as much as his assistant. But it's still a it's a lifestyle. You don't really get to take extended time off. So I'm sure he's going to. You know, him and Chris Mack, they could have a ball out there in Malibu, sipping on mojitos, enjoying a good time.
3: Chris Mack told uh, ESPN 680 yesterday that he expects UofL to add another transfer. Oh. Yeah. So don't know uh, who that that would be. Who
2: at Southern Miss is looking for a new home? Wow. (laughs) Got any UTSA Roadrunners out there?
3: That was a good one. Uh, That was quick-witted. But uh, so you're proud of Churchill Downs.
2: Yes. And I know that I'm sure there's some folks out there who wait till the facts come out. I mean, like, come on. We're not stupid here. Not stupid whatsoever. This was inevitable. Those tests, it, they don't just change all of a sudden. And ointment or, or not, he cheated. And I think the biggest, the, the reason why Churchill needed to do this As soon as that report came out is because there is going to be a, I mean, there's a cloud like that and you you don't, you hate being the sport that just assumes that you're associated with cheaters because you rely on people wagering on that. And if you think it's crooked, then average Joe is less likely to blow, you know, spend a hundred bucks on derby day. I mean, think about the guy who only bets horses once a year, and he had a 50 and 50 on Mandaloon. He got yeah. some money, but he could be rolling in it right now if not for that cheating-ass Bob Baffert. So I'm glad that they are, they're, they're taking action because, uh, I mean, I don't know what the – even if it's not completely true, I mean, there's smoke, there's fire, and he's done this time and time again. You've got to go nuclear on this guy. To teach a lesson. Because clearly, the last year didn't work. You would have thought that would have done enough. But nope. He still has a horse win the Derby and fail a drug test. Embarrassing. A black eye. It's not the first time uh, Dancer's Image did in 1968. But for the second time in three years, you've had a horse that... Cross the finish on first, not win the Derby. And, oh, yeah, the other Derby was ran in September. It's been a weird run for the Kentucky Derby. They need to get back to normal. This was the first step in, in moving in the right direction.
3: Well said. And uh, yet the horse will just walk away scot-free. Unbelievable. It's always the trainers that get punished. Yeah. Not, never never the horses. I want to tell you about the 2021 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. It's hot (laughs) off the press. You're going to get to play at Cherry Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Santa Claus, Indiana's course, Christmas Lake. It's beautiful. Uh, check it out. You can maybe see Baffert out there. He's going to have more free time. Hell, you could even see Coach K. Maybe they're, you could join. Uh, go get Roy Williams and you'll round out the foursome with the Big Exports Radio. Golf card supply incredibly limited. Go to com to learn more. 812 725 1457.
2: You know who's really going to be hurt by this? Who's that? The horses two years from now. <laughs> give him a ring, give him a horseshoe.
3: This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be right back. We got your back.
0: (laughs) The Olympics are in Vancouver. Is that British Columbia?
2: Well, Pam. There's really only a few things you need to know about Canada. There's Newfoundland and Labrador, Saskatchewan, Ontario, Quebec, Alberta, Manitoba, New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. Prince Edward Island's very small, but British Columbia tops them all. And that's where Vancouver is. But before I finish up my story, you should know the territories that are only three. So
0: I'll well be quick: the Yukon, Northwest, and Nunavut. If you want to have a ball, to Saskatoon and Montreal, and if you want to pack your sacks, we'll be going off to Halifax. And if you're looking for a wife, be sure to visit Yellowknife. Natural resources, perennial geraniums, nickel, zinc, uranium are filling up my cranium. The exports that they boast. Keep going. No, no.
1: please. We're well, good. Thank In you. Great. <laughs>
3: We've got a few Canadian listeners. Shout out! Is that a real? Is that a real teaching song? Maybe, would do, maybe some of it. I do a horrible job with Canadian geography. Feel like I should know, should know it better than I do, but I don't. Yeah. Don't even know how to feel about it.
2: Yeah, just in general. I like know European
3: geography better than I do Canada, which seems weird.
2: Yeah, but.
1: I mean, I American
3: geography—I don't think there's a listener out there that knows more than I do about that. Oh, well, speak for yourself.
2: But I—I I, I think I can, you know, I would know a decent amount. Of Canadian, like you. Could...
3: I've been to Canada once. I, I don't know. I just—I I, just—it's confusing. Big, hard to remember. But if I feel that way about Canada, then like that just probably means most people have no idea where Kentucky would be anywhere on a map that's okay. yeah, but that's we okay. got we got chicken though so that's all that matters we do have chicken and that's a great point point. and it? bourbon and bourbon yeah yeah bourbon's great uh all right uh, the, i thought the news let's get to this and then we can round out our actually let's get a couple texts in. oh we'll spend a little bit more time on that i thought the text line would be like ripping and roaring with the k news yeah. yesterday it was a little quiet i think everybody the news is going so hot and heavy Texter says, 502-414-1450. Just saying, this was my text from February this year to KRC, calling it, Coach K retires after next season, possibly during next season, JT. Well, you were wrong. He retired after in the offseason. Sorry, JT. We don't <laughs> hand out participation <sighs> takes. You were close, but no cigar. Close only gets you points and horse grenades. Horse grenades? Yeah. Isn't it horseshoes and hand grenades?
2: Mm-hmm. I just shorten it. Still, still has the same meaning. Exactly.
3: But the, you know, at, and also, no, JT, you, congrats. Tip of the cap to you. I, I do feel like though people have been talking or hinting at K retiring, really, or at least leaving Duke since he got rumored with the Lakers job. Remember that? Was that like oh seven, oh eight? Way back when. I don't
0: remember that at all. You don't remember that? Like, no. he
3: supposedly was going to take it. And then there was different reports about, like, no, he was just leveraging or, no, he really wasn't interested, as interested as it led on to believe. But, yeah, let me let me look that up real quick. But at some point, Roush, she was going to retire. The dude's so old. hmm Yeah, he nearly took the Lakers job in 04, so it was earlier than I thought. Almost took over for Phil Jackson. I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Man, wouldn't that have just changed everything in the world of sports? Because NBA coaches, for the most part, you ain't sticking around for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. few exceptions, but just you get a superstar that doesn't like you, and then you start butting heads, and then things change. And that was going to be the topic I was going to try to squeeze in right here is the Brad Stevens news. Because on a, on a normal summer sports day, that is the story that we're talking about to start the show. Mm-hmm. Who's your dingus thought he was actually gonna take the IU job? <laughs> He's got one
2: of maybe the best job in basketball now. Yeah, he he he, he, he I don't blame him. I mean No who if would I ever I, blame if, him, if, it's if amazing. I, if I would have the choice, TJ, would I rather coach Indiana or not coach at all?
3: Coach not, coach not at not all. Not coach at all. Yeah,
2: I mean, what about,
0: what about this? Coach at Indiana with two other head coaches or not coach at all?
3: Not coach at all. Yeah, not coach Not at even all. considered. It, it's hilarious. Like, Brad Stevens is just like, <laughs> what was the uh, relic, the golden, not the golden calf, the golden cow?
2: What was it that they had to get on Legends of the Hidden Temple? They had to oh, get the, uh, <laughs> the little monster head? Yeah. I, I know what it is. They
3: had a bunch of different ones.
2: But that's what it is for Indiana. It's he's a one. No, white no, that's what Brad
3: Stevens is. Just in general. Like every the, the gold earring, there's one that was uh, they they're all different gold. There's the there's a golden earring of Henry of King Henry on, on Legends of the Hidden Temple. That show's coming back, isn't
2: it? Yeah, for adults. When when? I d I don't know. I don't know what they're putting it on either, but it's coming back.
3: That's gonna be amazing. But, like, everybody's like, is he going to coach that? Maybe Dukes. Maybe he's like, that you got, was... you guys, the only coaching I'm doing is no coaching. Peace out. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's hilarious. And, Brad Stevens, you just keep turning down all these college jobs because it's hilarious. And But you know what? He's like Dan McDonald. He's never won the big one. And here's what we're going to do, Kentucky fans. Whenever Cal does hang it up, I swear I am going to – Find you all and delete your social media accounts if you even float Brad Stevens oh, to Kentucky. Unless, and it's already been floated. Unless it's ironic, unless it's ironic oh, or no, funny, it's... in which case have at it. But if there are people that genuinely think that he's going to leave that cushy job, he's the pre- is he president?
2: Yeah, basically president GM.
3: G- uh, by the way, the the that part is huge news. The best part of it, though, is the Danny Ainge aspect yes. of it. we got to talk about that. You will not believe why Danny Ainge decided basically to hand the keys over to Brad Stevens. It's insanity. It's, it's a wild, wild story. We'll tell you about it when we come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call, and Hour 2 is coming up next. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Taylor. I can't read.
1: Over? I ain't heard no family!
2: Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is!
1: With Walker and Roush. We're just getting
3: started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number 2, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Roll X Sports Roll Radio 96. we 1 FM, call. 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and... Justin Kalen here on your Thursday. So what do you have planned for your Saturday? T- today is Thursday, but it's Justin Saturday. So what do you do? What do you, what do you got? You're tired. You may nap. You may take it easy. Oh, there's no
0: may nap about it. A nap is definitely happening It'll today. It'll be a June nap. Yeah, absolutely. And it's probably going to be a long one. I don't typically take longer than hour naps, but it's probably going to happen today. Thursday, I don't know. It's tough. Thursday is usually my heavy golf day. But we got, like, an inch of rain yesterday. so More rain come. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. It's probably going to rain today as well. I'm not really sure. I might sit around and watch TV all day. Who knows?
3: Doesn't sound too shabby at all.
0: I rarely have those days either.
3: Best plans or no plans, baby. That's true. That's the way that it goes. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. As your reminder, KRC goes 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. You can get the show live. A lot of places. Tune in radio app. We've got a data and hassle-free streaming number that I haven't rattled off here in a little bit. but You know, just need to find it. 515-605-5382. 515-605-5382. And then wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call and you can listen to KRC any time of the day. Fun first hour. A lot of news. We tease this, so let's get to it. Sometimes we're bad about following through on our teases. Brad Stevens will take over the the whole front office basically mm-hmm. with the Boston Celtics and will not coach anymore. So he's no longer a basketball coach. They will hire a coach. Uh, just a weird, weird turn of events. Everybody, who's he going to coach, uh, or where is he going to coach? When in reality, he wasn't going to leave the Celtics, but he left the head coaching position at the Celtics for a better gig. But Danny Ainge has done a good job there. Uh, you had the you had the big three,
2: and oh my then God, that was. Fifteen years ago, Was ba- it '08,
3: and and then they've been good, pretty much since then. You know, they've had good teams, they've had good draft picks, they've brought in good players. Even tried when they different were down, things.
2: they were still. Uh- competitive playoff team. Yeah. Like that, those Isaiah Thomas teams.
3: Yeah. And uh, you get Jason Tatum, who's going to be one of the next superstars of the NBA. You bring in Kyrie, you're like, this is perfect. I mean, we're what a one-two punch. And
2: you had Gordon Hayward. They, they were going to win it all. Seriously. The, if it
3: wasn't for a lack of trying, Danny Ainge did a good job. And uh, it didn't really amount in the amount of titles that I'm sure that they were hoping for.
2: Oh, z- only one.
3: But then even when Kyrie kind of stunk or just didn't like being in Boston, they go out and they get Kimba. It, it's like they they were trying. But, and I and I like Danny Ainge. This is really embarrassing. League sources told ESPN the last straw came on Sunday night when Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving disrespected the Celtics logo. If you didn't see it, he goes over to the Celtics logo, which is that little Irish man, yeah. and uh, steps on his face. Yes. And Ainge was incensed by the incident, entering the Celtics locker room in an attempt to gather players to head to the Nets locker room to confront the bastard, what? per the quote. Yes. When Boston players largely responded with shrugs, a league source said Ainge felt he could no longer reach players in this generation, and it was time to hang it up.
2: Oh, you also – Danny, think did-
3: this isn't Friday Night Lights, man.
2: These are NBA millionaires. Where he he has a close relationship with Lucky, and he used to kiss him on the mouth before games.
3: Wait, what? I didn't see that. Yeah, that was part of
2: it too. That's why he felt so. It was it cut him so deep because Lucky meant so much to him. Oh no. Yeah. Kiss a mascot on the lips. Oh. Yeah. Well,
3: this just turns to like sad to weird.
2: Yeah. Real weird. And he wanted those guys just to go fight him because he stepped on a logo during like, a game while going down. Was that to in the series, too?
3: No, that made it 3-1. Oh. Yeah, the close that was the next game. Like,
2: dude. Yeah. It
0: was the water Ky- bottle game.
2: Kyrie did that on purpose, and you're going to let him just do that to you like that? Like, he got you. He won. You let Kyrie win.
3: And the fact that that came out, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm just like, well, I mean, I guess if it's true, you deserve. Take me to out come to pasture, But yikes, what a bad look! And like, was that disrespectful in the context of disrespect? I, I guess. But what do you want to do? The Nets were just beating your brains in. They're making it look mostly easy doing it. Like they can. If you don't want them to stomp on the face, then go beat them. As <laughs> I really think he thought that this was going to be like this. Kumbaya moment. That Let's was go to the locker room, rally the, the troops. Yeah, and then the, tr- the the troops were just like, "Oh, all right, well, we'll try to beat them next game." Like, no, I'm not fighting somebody because they stepped on a logo. <laughs> what was gracious.
2: What was the Clippers? Do y'all remember the Clippers fight where they like went into the tunnel and they they confronted them in the locker? Oh, room? Oh yeah, a, a years couple ago. Of years ago. Yeah. Like Chris Paul was yeah. with the Thunder, and I. That was over something that at least had some substance to it, if I well, recall.
3: If players want to fight, then go ahead and fight players. But for a president to for like come some down, old man
2: to try to get.
3: It'd be like if Dugan <laughs> came in here and he was like, they're throwing eggs at the big X-Sports radio sound. We got to go beat up these neighborhood kids.
2: Or, be like, no.
0: no. Would, I'd be like, I'm good, uh,
2: Or Can we
3: throw eggs? <laughs>
2: or would be like, the hyperbole said something bad. We gotta go beat them up now. And be like, oh,
3: we'll just make fun of them. Yeah, we'll just make some jokes, I guess. I don't know; it's not all that serious. But yeah, that's a tough way to go out. Like yeah. you've you've had it. You've had a really good run, and then like your swan song is, ah. Eh, I was trying to just go get a group of my players to go beat up a group of other players, and they <laughs> wouldn't do it for me. So I just can't reach this group. I can't reach this generation anymore. Oh, these millennials.
2: Goodness gracious! What a loser.
3: So, that I think could have been like the biggest news of the day in, in normal summer radio shows, but instead, that was uh, we buried that to third, and yeah. we still have plenty more to talk about. Hey, I we'll, want to. You know, I mean, there, there are topics at the wazoo, folks.
0: I was thinking about Brad Stevens and the hire he makes. What if he gives the ultimate middle finger to Indiana and he's like, oh, Mike Woodson would be oh the hell gosh. of an NBA coach Yo. and uh, hires he, Mike Woodson?
2: Ja, Justin. You really are a Gold be fan because this is ultimate anti, This is the f- anti-Indiana fan fiction. That'd be so funny. I mean, and you're coming up with this in your home. It really shows Should, just George, how dark of a place you're in. George R. R. Martin couldn't be that dark. No, no.
3: <laughs> Stephen King couldn't have a better. M. Night Shyamalan, not with a better twist. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, it'd be so oh, great. Oh,
0: goodness gracious! And then like, but then we'd be in a better spot because Dane Fife would just get boosted up.
1: So.
3: <laughs> This is all. This is all been about Dane five for yep. Justin. Absolutely. Day hey. one. Dane How do we get Dane five in the big chair? That's
2: it. Still, still would have two head coaches though. That's it. You'd be all right. I'll take it. You mentioned Game of Thrones, Terry. <laughs> I was watching the, the the Sesame Street with Duke, and they have a uh, a spoof called Game of Chairs, and it was it was pretty good. At one point, uh, Grover he's just a bumbling Greyjoy, and uh, the lady uh, a lady pops up and says. The night is blue and full of airs. Ah. Ah, There was a lot of good little uh, references in there. It was uh, was good Good stuff. I like that. Good stuff.
3: That is good, clean family fun. All right, let's get back to the text line. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. A texter says, Roush eats some onion rings while reading the obituary and all of a sudden is ready to give Duke a brother or sister. Roll, call. I
2: don't get it.
3: I don't really. I don't know if they misspelled call.
2: I think they did. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, yesterday we found hey, out. Roush Ra- Roush We're onion big R- onion fam- fan. Onion rings at the get Rouse him house. in the mood. Oh
2: yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I mean, evidently, you might be taking it a little too the, far. We just really the, the blooming like onion
3: didn't make it to the table before the most <laughs> important conversation of Roush's high school life.
2: Not scarred. Texter says so. My <laughs>
3: birthday falls between Florida and the LSU games. Hey, that could be my daughter's birthday, by the way. Looking to do one as a birthday, get away from Ohio. Do you guys think both will be night games? Also, how soon do you think we'll know the kickoff times for both? Leaning towards LSU as long as it's a night so, game.
2: So, Texter, they're both going to be night games. One it's, could
3: it's, be a yeah. 3.30 game,
2: maybe. Potentially, but it's Keeneland. So, like, networks you work with schools. and yeah.
3: that, uh, that LSU upset number one was a 3.30 game. That's Keeneland. No, That's it's true.
2: That's true. I would I would bet on uh, Florida. You don't say
3: no to the three thirty. You tell people you go to Keeneland. You leave around one. You get your butt over to the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah.
2: But I I would bet on Florida true. being guaranteed a night game, and we will not know game times until two the Monday before. two weeks before, or so twelve days before. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're waiting, don't because here's the thing about the LSU game. LSU travels well, and you bet. And your...
3: Florida to Lexington travels well because you get a bunch of Gators fans from Ohio that always come as well.
2: Yeah, and, but especially in LSU's case, they only get to come up here once every freaking twenty years because of the stupid SEC schedule. It's going to be a king on Saturday. They're going to come up, and there's going to be a lot of them. So
3: that's actually a good point. We don't want to be uh, like the school that has a 60-40 split or a 50-50 split, God forbid. That 2018 game against Georgia, I think that was the most opposing fans I've ever seen at the Krogue. And it was still, you know, 70-30 UK yeah, fans. Yeah, But don't – Don't let it turn uh, into vanity. Get your tickets for that LSU game because Roush is right and brings up some good points. If Especially if Kentucky's good, that will make that game even more enticing. If Kentucky's bad, it'll be more tickets to gobble up. So do your part. It will be a – There'll be night games. Worst case scenario, 3.30 for one of them, but they will not get the noon treatment. And I bet one of them, one or both, may get the 7 o'clock ESPN. That extra 30 minutes, it matters for those folks that are traveling. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would – that's tough. I've been asked a couple times. Somebody actually tweeted me, and I forgot to get back to him. Hopefully you're a listener. But somebody tweeted and said, you can only go to one, Florida or LSU. What are you picking?
2: Florida. more A lot more hatred there. I don't have as much animosity for LSU. In well, Florida, I think hear, you didn't a hear them doing
3: their little chants during my old Kentucky home in 07, I guess I
2: remember that. I was it was very so that's
3: in my that's up in my crawl. It's been stuck there for 14 years.
2: God, that that did take me off though, because you wanted to boo, but my old Kentucky home was playing. You can't boo. I'm
3: just like shut the hell up, LSU fans. Yeah. My old Kentucky home is give a us our, give
2: us our two minutes here. Damn it! Yeah,
3: I don't know because like tough. for the reasons that you say. LSU only comes to town. Ta- When's the next time you're going to get to see LSU in the Krogue? Yeah, yeah. could, could be a long time. Florida, you know in two years you're going to get another chance at that. The issue is, is Kentucky 4-0 and heading into that Florida game? Because you're not going to want to miss that if that's the case. Right. But then is Kentucky 5-0 and heading into the <laughs> LSU game? Because then you can't afford to miss it. Right. Like, you can't do that. I'd lean for the certainty of the Florida game. Yeah,
2: and if you want, you can just run it back. And run it back.
0: I'd go LSU just because you got a chance to see Coach o.
2: Oh, you to go up and say hey to him? Yeah. Have you
3: ever seen Dan Mullen's stupid face in person? No, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, it's great.
0: Dan Mullen doesn't give off the same vibes that Coach O does, though.
3: Uh, Gives off vibes. <laughs> he still <laughs> likes to ones.
2: just yell uh, at like, weird moments. Hey, Dan, this is a press conference. Just calm down. Pack the stadium! Pack the stadium!
3: Oh, my gosh. I didn't know we had Dan Mullen on the phone. So, I would, I reluctantly would go Florida just because Kentucky could be 4-0. and That game would be awesome. Even if Kentucky's 3-1, and I think that game would be awesome.
2: Well, in there
3: is. And the, I, so, I wouldn't want any of the air being taken out of the sale with a Florida loss going into the LSU game.
2: Now, then again, people there, could
3: say, TJ, you're saying to go to a Florida game, but you're bringing up the potential for that to be a loss. Wouldn't you rather people go see wins? I don't know. You can't go wrong with see, either one of them. And
2: here's the thing, I think. All, that's going to be in the back of a lot of folks' mind. Stoops has won some big games. He hasn't won a ton of them at the Crow. So the Florida Monk, I mean, how many times has Kentucky had Florida in their crosshairs at the Crow? A Krog? bajillion. Exactly. You'd really be mad if you weren't there for the time that they did get him.
3: That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, on the
0: opposite side of that, and I hate to be a realist oh, here, no, but don't I? Oh. you all beat Florida for the first time last year. And how many years?
2: Uh, Twenty eighteen. So, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? I thought it was. I thought that was one of the ones that you
2: all hadn't beaten forever. It or was, was at Tennessee, but the, Tennessee was at oh, okay. Tennessee last year. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Well, then never mind. Y'all win. Go to the we Florida game.
2: Haven't won. Haven't beat Florida at home in since eighty six. Still, yep. streaks are made to be broken. Not since
3: the war. Haven't beat LSU at home since 2007, though. That was such a memorable night in young TJs. Oh, growing up, I dro- I think I drove to that game like by myself, sat by myself, but tailgated with like my family. Mm-hmm. But it was just like if you can get a ticket to get in there, who cares? Just get your butt in that stadium. I I went up and then it actually went the way like we thought. No, not that we thought it, but like it it actually was like a pleasant leaving that stadium experience instead of just the heartbreak I'm so used to.
2: I was hanging out with the older guys. Like I think I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, and I was hanging out with the seniors and getting beers with those guys before the game. I was
3: sober as a bird. We
2: uh we got a slight got to smash a car in front of the ATO the old ATO house. Oh wow! Yeah, that was pretty fun.
3: So did you go into the stadium? Yeah, yeah, so I can. Yeah. Did you sit in like the student section or something?
2: Uh, the upper deck, yes. And then when the game got close, I watched basically the final 20, the, the, the final five minutes of regulation and all of the overtime standing. In an, at the top of an end zone on the concourse because mm. we were wanting to get down to the field to rush the field if we want. Those so,
3: concourse seats are
2: uh, just standing up, pacing, like I going lo- between looking outside of the stadium yeah. and then walking towards it. Ah, oh, so much fun, Nick. You're an interesting uh, case.
0: You you slamming beers at fifteen, uh, pounding cars. You've got what? What else have you been through? How the hell were you valedictorian? Sneaking into stadiums, always had jugs. Yeah, yeah. Because he bullied
3: the kid that should have won.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I just I just don't <laughs> he, he, understand. He's t- he's told that story before. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, part of it is you can be smart and still have fun. Like well, you can have it all, Justin. I mean,
0: that's my thing. Like I was straight-laced as all get out in high school. I went to a not smart school. I should have easily been valedictorian, <laughs> but then we got guys so like you here going hey. to private schools that are hard as hell. Messing around, but you get valedictory.
2: Hey, I don't get it. Just some folks can have it all, and I you guess. can have it all one day too, Justin. Maybe you'll grow an extra a couple inches.
0: That see, that's that's the thing. You got height and smarts. <laughs> <laughs> I got.
3: My buddy but, says that he, he didn't know that I went to the LSU game by myself, and said that that's dedication. Yeah. I didn't have a ticket when I drove up there. I didn't know if I was even going to get to get into the game. And my mom was obviously I was a high school kid. I didn't have any money. My mom was like, if they're too expensive. You're like, you okay going, like, you okay figuring out something to do? I don't know. I guess I was, I don't know what I was going to do. My <laughs> brother was in the stadium. My, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I have no idea what the plan was, but we just found a scalper about like 20 minutes before kickoff and we were just like, any singles? Because my mom had to take over her they, friend. They just want to get rid of a single. Yeah. yeah. It's still probably, I think, like 100 bucks, but it was a great seat.
2: I will say, though, just Good Justin, experience. You ever stuck into a football game? Uh, no. Very easy. In most places, it's, it's, they've got made it more difficult at Commonwealth, but at the time they didn't even have turnstiles. They would just scan your tickets so you could just get bunch up in a big group and walk through. It was like 12 of us. I you s- still kind of do that, by the way. I'm yeah. hesitant with to the s-
3: ticket with like the mobile tickets when you've got like six on your phone, you know, and you scoot them all over. Yeah.
0: I'm hesitant to say this, but I snuck into a Louisville basketball game once. Oh,
3: nice. Why are you hesitant
0: yeah. to say that? He just doesn't uh, want to feel. Yeah. I don't want to tell him myself. It was in the Yum Center.
3: Who cares? What do you think? The YUM Center police is going to come get you? Maybe so. All uh, right, f- get them. That's, that's a confession. Get them, boys. They're
2: ferocious. I, all right. My my friends have the ultimate how you got into a place without a ticket. There's probably five of them, and they they take an Uber to the Elton John concert at the Yum Center. And I guess this was a year before the pandemic started. I was there. Yeah. Uh, great time for by all who were there. I was not there. Um and I it wish I was like with a, this crew. It
3: smelled like a Bob Marley concert at the Yum Center that night, but it was Elton John. I'm it sure was here.
2: Elton John. Uh but essentially they had all they all worked downtown. They met up for beers afterwards. They're like, guys, let's just let's go to the Elton John show. We'll try to get it. And one guy's like, All right, I got us. I got us. So they get dropped off. He goes to the front, and my one buddy, he's kind of in sales. so he's like we just flew in from Arizona. I got some clients here. We 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 don't have our tickets with us though. Can you? I just I really got these clients here. I don't want to make a mag Can you just let us in? And they're like, you don't have tickets. We're not going to just let you in. The show was starting. It's like, sir, and basically just beat these poor ticket brokers to death before they just like let them in. <laughs> so just, just like annoyed them just for 15 20 minutes was like i'm trying to get them here and it's just not ha- can you just let us in like i'm, I'm just going to be giving you the tickets anyway you're wasting our time and just got on them until they let them in they're like you they could have asked us where from arizona we came from or what flight we got in you know they said their flight was delayed or something yeah like just pure bs and it worked Good as long as you, <laughs> as long as you
3: get in, I guess that's the end goal. My friends for the U of L twenty thirteen Final Four that didn't um, happen that that didn't ultimately. I guess they just wasted their money. What they did was like they had something in their hand that looked like a ticket or something like that, but then underneath it was either it was different for different folks, either like a fifty or hundred dollar bill, and mm-hmm. just gave it to the person, and they just let them smart. in. smart. Yeah, and if you're that person, you're taking that. A hundred times out of a hundred, I'd almost wear a hat that was like I take bribes. Like (laughs) I'm a 21 year old taking tickets at the Georgia Dome. At that point, like yes, give me all your cash.
2: That especially because you're you're in there, you're not Johnny Georgia Dome. Like that money is not going into your pocket, so you shouldn't care. And this Sunday, whenever we had to go to the fairgrounds for the Weiss volleyball game, she'd been using friends Kentucky Kingdom pass to park for free because it's ten bucks to park the fairgrounds. They're, They're robbing you.
3: Yeah, ten bucks not that bad.
2: But the 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 woman at the front, this volleyball game, we're at seven thirty. She goes, "Oh, you're going to Kentucky Kingdom? Ten dollars." Like what? Kentucky Kingdom doesn't open till ten a.m. And I thought my wife was going to just <laughs> fight. I thought she I thought she was gonna fight her like right then and there. So what happened? She met, like she was not gonna let her go in with the pass that is a free parking pass. Because it was too $10. early. Yeah. Because <laughs> so he knew it was using wife, it for something so your else.
3: Your wife had to just pony up the cash. But it's like, wow, wh- why I you broke out of spine?
2: Why do you care though, lady? Like this is—is is it? Are—is it? You got to hit your quota of people who pay to park at the fairgrounds on a given day.
3: Well, I—I'm sure, like if the if the number of tickets given out don't match the bank account, then that you got to pay.
2: So no. I guess the, I mean, but if it—if you're using a season pass, it shouldn't matter. Because this, it's a season parking pass. I, should,
3: get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, well, you shouldn't have ca- You shouldn't have uh, cowered in. They've been just, that $10 could have gone. Right you, into Duke's college fund.
2: Exactly. Mm, sorry, buddy. You're not going to college anymore. Mm,
3: tough break for a little Dukester. Let's yeah. go to another break.
2: Yeah. But you know what, Justin? I know you used golf as your... This is usually your heavy golfing day. It's going to rain today. But... Hey. But, hey, you can still... Get in some swings at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. It's right down the road here, off exit four. In Justin, Southern you really, you really can. Yeah, yeah. Tell you me s- more. You seriously could do it. Three simulators. Even if you want to hit the, just hit the driving range. You can do that. But I Maybe know you don't
3: even want to play around. You just want to hit a few balls, dude.
2: That's no fun. Yeah, but. play around. Or, hell, even get some lessons from Bobby. You can call him at 812 913
3: Your golf game's so bad, you could have Bobby teach you how to be a better golfer. Yeah, it's pretty bad.
2: Yeah. Oh, or visit bobbycookgolfacademy.com. And I'd like to remind folks, too, that we are planning on hitting the links almost a week from today. Whoa. Out at Seneca Golf Course. If you want to come join us. Uh check out the Facebook group for all the details. We're just playing it starting the weekend early with a Friday the afternoon of golf. Yeah, we'll scramble and, the
3: and if you don't have enough for a foursome, that's all right. We'll yeah. be able to put teams together. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll we'll make it work. If you want to get out there, play a little golf with the KRC folks. Uh, what are we looking at weather wise next week? Let me let me hit you with That's eight days away
0: don't yeah, look right now. now.
3: Hey, so I but you can always look at the days before and be like you can get an idea of what the trends are going to be. Not a perfect science, Justin, but 82, 82, 83
2: not too, shabby. not too Chevy.
3: Not too Chevy. That's that's a nice Kentucky summer day. So, join us out there, Seneca. I think the nicest public course in it Metro. Is. Yeah. So, we'll have fun. I know that we've already got a, a couple groups signed up going out there and playing with us. We can only have so many cuz they've got some tight windows on on that day. So, uh, but anyway, we'll yeah. have a blast. It will be a good time. All right, everybody have a, a good break here because we'll be back <laughs> in about four minutes. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Caleb.
1: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call.
3: I feel like people treat Kentucky basketball as like the firstborn that – just is never going to be good enough. Second, Kentucky is the overachiever, and then Kentucky football is like the baby, and oh. it's just like, oh my gosh, you tied your shoes with Walker and Rosh and Kentucky basketball this past season just got caught with like a little baggie of weed in their car, and now people are just like, you're done, <laughs> <laughs> get out there, <laughs> you're going to jail, buddy, you have lost it, and then Kentucky football has a few good commitments, and it's just like, all right, Ohio State, Alabama, here we are.
1: Never
3: My one to be fair for today. A nine and sixteen season's probably a little bit more than a baggie of weed in the car. Big baggie of weed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a bomb, too. That's something harder than weed.
3: <laughs> yeah, that nine and sixteen was pretty bad. Not just a little slap on the wrist, misdemeanor sort of deal. But uh yeah, no, that I, I do think people kind of look at uh at the programs through different expectations, and I think that's also totally fair and, and a reasonable thing to do. I'm pumped for this upcoming football season. I'm pumped for this upcoming basketball season. Mm. We got to hear from some basketball players yesterday. Dante Allen wants Davion Mintz back.
2: Wow. Good to see.
3: I wouldn't expect him to say anything else. Well, but in reality, if you're Dante Allen, if Mintz comes back, your minutes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not good. It would have been funny if Dante was just like – you know, he's been in college a long time. <laughs> <laughs> really long
2: time. Yep, yep. Uh some people are calling him Don Trey.
3: Wait, uh, uh, why? What? What? He I makes like a it.
2: 3. Don Trey? Allen.
3: Oh, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a Trey Young play. Sorry.
2: No, just no, no. used to seeing him last night. It's, Trey
3: Young hitting that three to kind of close. Well, the game was already over, but took a little bow in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, like Knicks, hit a three with Cyanar. about a minute minute left and took a bow. It's kind of cool to see, to be honest with you. The Knicks were just not up to snuff in that one. They were just not as good.
0: Nope, they uh, put the blame on Randall. He did Randall not, stunk.
3: He yeah, did not play he, well. He, he was he was not good. But they, I mean, they just couldn't guard the Hawks.
2: Part of it was they kind of overachieved to begin with, so. You know, yeah, whoever
3: it. the commentator was, like they are just a superstar away. Oh, who isn't a superstar away? <laughs> it's a superstar. Today's I mean,
0: NBA, you need three.
3: I mean, you really don't have to have three. Uh, uh, who's is Booker the only superstar on the Suns? I mean, Chris Paul considered a superstar still. I mean, he's having a superstar you make season, a, you
0: could make a case for Aiden. Yeah, he's been uh,
3: for Aiden. Yeah, I think As so. A superstar?
0: Maybe not a superstar, okay, but he's on. a star.
3: Yeah, these are just like the semant- – these, these are what would get us with Trevor for about like 30 minutes. Yeah, just going superstar, in circles. Superstar. Like, you yeah. said super you – know, we'd break, we'd like break down the definition then, every – he'd be like, well, S-U-P, sup. <laughs> I'm glad we don't do
2: that anymore, <laughs> Oh, because then he gets into like screaming, and I'm like, guys, guys, we're I, just arguing over a word here. Seriously, yeah, we are. Yeah.
3: DeAndre Aiden to me is not a superstar. Superstar I really consider one of the best ten players in the NBA. So, yes, if the Knicks got one of the best 10 players to join their team, uh, they would be better. Good analysis. Mm -hmm. But they weren't ready for the big show. No, but those environments were pretty cool. Yeah,
2: they were pretty cool. So you had your fun, Knicks.
3: That ticket, UK, Duke, K's farewell tour begins, Madison Square Garden, New York City, that is going to be insane. My mom was like, should we go to it? And I was like, I don't think you understand. Like, those are going to be like $400 tickets. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. So, if you're planning on doing that, I went to the first Champions Classic and when they played Kansas and New York City, and those tickets weren't like super cheap then, but much cheaper than what they'll be for the K Farewell Tour. That actually was the game that K either tied or surpassed Bobby Knight's win total. You remember that? Bobby Knight was calling the game, and like, that was when oh, was he drinking my a God. beer? Like people thought Bobby Knight was drinking during the broadcast. Yeah, yeah that was that game. But uh, it's gonna be a very very tough ticket. But it's a lot of fun getting to go to a game at Madison Square Garden and UK Duke first game since Kentucky's nightmarish season. That would be a lot of fun if you had if you had the means. That would be an absolute. Hoop.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, one other little tidbit before we get to the uh, loved th- the taxon five zero two. Four one four fourteen fifty. Uh, the the recruiting dead period done. We're gonna have more and more folks on campus this weekend. Uh, it started with Dane Key taking a taking a little trip over to the Kroeg and it on a, uh, modeling a UK uniform.
3: What'd you think? It was looking pretty fun. It
2: was actually I enjoyed it because it wasn't the typical let's stand in front of this screen kind of deal. Like he was, he had his feet kicked up like he was on a press conference table. Next question. It's pretty good. Wow. Yeah.
3: So pretty comfortable. Yeah, looking really
2: comfortable up there.
3: Do you – is he going to go to UK?
2: I think ultimately yes, but I don't see that happening soon. It's probably going to play out. It's probably going to take its time. UK's not going to pressure him to make a decision. No pressure,
3: pressure. Pressure. Under pressure. Do the Ohio State thing. Don't even look at another school. Don't even think about it. Let's get back to the text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. A texter says, and in 1978, when we beat them in the final. Yeah, suck it. Woo! By the way, I figured out, when do you think the tournament went to 64 teams? Uh,
2: 1985 or 86? It's
3: one of those two. Well, I was talking about it when we were talking about those this Duke This is a teams, question. And I was like, when did... I was like in '82. Did they have 64 teams? And I was like, I'm, I'm sure they probably did. I think it was '85. It was '85, and was the before then, do you know how many teams there were. 32, 48. Huh? Oh, so so like teams some teams had, had buys. Buys, yeah. yeah. Huh. Which worries me because, like, it, I mean, we're it's gonna it's gonna grow at some point.
0: You think it's Just gonna be bigger than 68?
3: Jim Bayham wanted it to be like I'm no jo- Not joking, like 140 teams. Make the tournament every year. It, it, it's going to grow, but if you if you care about college basketball at all, you need to be a staunch defender of it staying where it's at. It's no more than 68. It really should just be 64, but 68, whatever. Don't make it anymore. A texter says, Robert, I'm not sure why we're worried about Kay's farewell tour. It'll be short-lived. The second that team struggles, he'll claim needs for he'll claim he needs a third elbow replacement or some crap. <laughs> Gosh, what if his fair roll tour is cut short? Thing is, I think Duke should be all right. I don't think they should be like dominant though. If Paulo Benchero ends up being freakish, then 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 you know, what are you gonna do about that? But people are like Paulo and Mark Williams. I know Mark Williams really turned it on late for Duke, but I'm not I'm not overly. I don't know
2: how good that AJ Griffin guy is gonna be, you know, and just gonna "Eh."
3: Yeah, they've got more question marks, I think, than than Kentucky does for sure. Kentucky's question marks are just how does it mesh, right? Right, because they have you, you know you of have the players. Yeah. Like we know Oscar Shubway was almost a a, a average to double double playing in the Big Twelve. That's good. That, mm-hmm. That's exciting to have. Severe Wheeler was all conference. That's good. That's exciting to have. Kellen Grady, seventeen points for four years at Davidson. You know that that's going to be a nice. Piece to add to the equation. C.J. Frederick, best shooter in college basketball. Excited to add that to the equation. It's just the question for Kentucky is how it all meshes together. Correct. What's it look like? I'm pumped about it.
2: Ooh, TC from Lexington here, boys. Now knowing Lane before time had such an impact on all Justin, makes sense why he owned herds of iguanas during his childhood. Oh, my gosh.
3: TC, great point. Wow.
0: I'm surprised you all didn't put that together. I I I kept waiting for
3: it. So that was your little foot. (laughs) <laughs> that was.
0: Yeah, or Spike, if you want to call him. Sparky. Spike.
3: Hopefully it didn't go extinct. And, um,
0: like well, I said, not really sure what happened to it.
3: That That's concerning. Because you know so much about Land Before Time. You have so many fond memories about this dinosaur you had in your house. The fact you don't know... What the end of its to... story I have no idea. makes me think you know exactly what happened. Perhaps
0: perhaps it's a defense mechanism where I don't want to know what happened to mm-hmm. it because it would uh, traumatize me. But
2: or, no, I'll, 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 let's call somebody or, right now that would know. I'll ask my Live
3: radio. Let's get her on the phone. She Say would, little or, Justin, you she don't want to know. That.
2: Maybe instead of taking it to the farm upstate, they took it to the science lab, and now it's going to be the next supervillain for Spider-Man.
0: Or maybe they took it down to Florida, and that's how the iguana population got booming.
2: Hey-oh. Could be. You Justin did move to Florida. A little sparky. Justin did move to Florida. We're just saying. Uh, John here. Good Dotto morning. I love some sports radio. You never know what you're going to get. Good riddance, Coach K. And boy, oh, boy. See you, Coach K. Dallas is looking good in the playoffs. So tonight, maybe Dino LeBron gets the boot out of the playoffs if the Suns can beat the Lakers. What do you guys think well, will happen?
3: it's not the first time the Suns been a problem for a Dino. Ah, ah. That's good. Yeah, it's okay. Hmm. Not, not that great. Uh, I got a low bar. I, I think the <laughs> Lakers win and we get a game seven and then A.D. plays and then they, like, win a close one in game
0: seven. Will A.D. play tonight? It's up to the doctors, apparently.
3: I,
2: I have no clue. Um Well if you're I, saying it's up to the doctors, it's a groin strain. Like it's up to you, really, right? It's how much you can play, how much pain. Normally. You're not gonna tear your I you're gonna tear your muscle off of the groin strain. So yeah, I, I would say he plays, they win a night. But I've been game horrible seven. on
3: guessing NBA stuff, so don't listen to me on that. I'll I'll take Lakers and then game seven, but I'll be rooting for the Suns. That'd be huge. And then again, so, what would the matchups be? It would be whoever wins Mavs, Clippers plays the Jazz, and then the Nuggets. So, you could have Nuggets-Suns for a spot in the Western Conference Finals. be pretty cool. I mean, if Jamal Murray was playing, it'd be really cool. But, yeah, it's awesome. That's exciting. Good for the NBA. you got to get rid of, like, the less of the super teams, the better. And the meanwhile, in the East, the Knicks, are not the Knicks, the Nets just seem like they're... Although they got the Bucks, that'll be tough. I won't be easy. That'll just, be a fun series. I just series. think they'll be able to outscore them, where the Bucks won't have the the firepower to keep up. But what do I? Again, I do not do not listen to me. Your Magic Eight Ball knows a hell of a lot more about the NBA <laughs> than I do. If you're still holding a winning ticket on Mandaloon for that Derby, will that pay off? Not change if the horse is stripped? No, of course not. It would be hilarious if you were holding on to it, just you're out of town or whatever the reason is, and then. It gets stripped, and you try to go back, and they're like, "Sorry,
2: it didn't. It didn't win. Yeah, it got vacated." Yeah, you. If so, the one time that it only counts if it happens at the the track that day. I mean, because here's the thing: like two years ago, when the horse got disqualified. Right, right, right. It happens because there was an inquiry, and it. I mean, that changed the winter circle. So, like, let's say I go to the track tonight, and uh, I have a horse come in second. Still pays $12, 15 bucks, but turns out Monday, uh, oh, they failed a drug test, disqualified. Like I'm, I'm not gonna know about that to know that my horse got moved up yeah. technically and won all the money. So no, they, they they don't do that in horse racing.
0: That is a good point. You only know it because it was the Kentucky Derby. If it was some just stakes race, you wouldn't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you would even I would say you would know for some of the bigger stakes, and because and that's the ones they really only drug test for. Those like smaller allowances. Not quite as much, but yeah, I mean, you only know when you get when <laughs> when it really affects your pocketbook.
0: Nick Roush giving horse racing tips. Only cheat when it's a small race.
2: You got
3: a big night at the track tonight, don't you?
2: Uh, I don't know. I uh, probably it's going to be cool out, so I think we'll I think we'll head out there. Might Why join. Not? I might join you. Yeah, come on, Justin. It's fun. Dollar we'll beers. They're only one dollar.
3: Really would like to get out there myself. But it's pretty nice. It's gonna be Let's nice. It's the, the gonna night. Stop. Yeah. We'll be the worst thing in the world, but uh we'll see.
2: They've been, they've actually had some pretty good race like uh, good races happening. There were two You've Derby said that, runners but last week. Remember
3: last week I had somebody that disagreed with you oh. that they thought they weren't as good.
2: The horse is good. Maybe the fields are a little bit are smaller at small? times.
3: Oh, okay, then that would that would check.
2: But out. like the, the big races, so like the seventh race had a, uh, eleven horses in it last week. Like, that's a good race.
3: Texter says, TJ thinks he knows geography. Then where's Ligma located
2: at? Ah, nice try. Can I
3: phone my friend Candace?
2: Hmm. Maybe, actually, let's call Phillip. (laughs) Texter says, Shrine of the Silver Monkey. So I guess that was the uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple.
3: What if Legends of the Hidden Temple? Here's what I want somebody to do. A game show host to steal somebody else's line. So before Legends of the Hidden Temple, I want whoever it's gonna be to be like, is that worth playing for? Wouldn't that be cool? Silver Monkey, yeah, I want a Silver Monkey. Why wouldn't you? Shrine of the Silver Monkey. <laughs> What's your favorite Legends of the H- Hidden Temple name?
2: I I don't remember them. Roush. Yeah, on. I don't remember them. I remember the colors. Come on, uh, Brooke actually won his one you, for you, Halloween. She you, was the purple. What was the purple? You can't
3: you can't name one of them.
2: No, I bad recall in this regard. Justin, I got nothing yeah never seen it
3: would it have been the purple parrot yeah she's got a purple parrot shirt would it have been the blue iguanas
0: that's me (laughs) (laughs) it was the blue barracudas the
3: red jaguars green monkeys orange iguanas Mm. and then you know the silver one come on everybody knows the silver one silver Uh, monkey no no that was the shrine of the silver monkey (laughs) it's it's, there it's alliterative
2: silver salmon Silver Snakes. It was
3: the Silver salmon's. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> the Silver Snakes. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, that show was a little bit, I'm sure you probably, I mean, it's a little bit older show.
3: I watched, I've watched a
2: lot of them. I watched them, some. Yeah. My favorite one of those game shows was Figure It Out. Do you remember Figure It Out? Yeah. Figure great. It Out was that great, was, That was my favorite. And some
3: of them were so dumb. I, this, this is a very, like, 90s, maybe 80s kid conversation, but some of them would be like, I remember one was I made a car divider, but for so me and my siblings don't like punch each other during oh. the ride, and people had to figure that out. And it was very, like, how in a million years? It was like car curtain or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
2: very fun though.
3: Was fun because,
2: and it would always make your favorite Nick stars look kind of dumb too, mm-hmm. and you love to bring them down in a few notches. And I always try <laughs> to think of like, ooh, what could get me to figure it out.
3: And then they'd have to like display the talent what it was, and yeah. then it'd just be such a force, like, that's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, like, oh, I can do a yo-yo while on a unicycle. But it was never that cool.
3: Spending a Wednesday just going through old figure it outs wouldn't be the worst entertainment. Because what are they? Twenty minute episodes of that? I wonder yeah, if you can yeah. get them anywhere.
2: Not as good as watching Next, though. Next, Next, Next would is be great too. Next and Room Raiders. That's my kind of lowbrow television. Oh, uh, Room Raiders was good.
3: Man, Room Raiders was hilarious. So well, I'm going to use this black oh, he's got a bunch of rags next to his bed. I <laughs> guess this is for the black ra- light. <laughs> you won't believe what they find with this black light. Oh.
2: Look under his bed. What's under his mattress? <laughs>
3: And there was
0: always
2: one guy who was in his underwear whenever they got him. It's was like, that like, yeah,
0: wasn't that like uh,
2: prospective
0: girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever? Yeah. It was, going like a, to check it was out a dating their, show. Yeah. yeah okay. So well, like you didn't know
2: would, the people. You right, have to know yeah, the bedrooms right, That's right, like yeah. That. Oh, and you had oh, Next. When the guys would go into the girls' room and find yep. items. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a show. What a show. MTV. They they remember when March, you didn't just show then. ridiculousness 72 hours of a day? And then they
3: made food ridiculousness. Which is just the same same show, but it's with food.
0: The only one you all failed to mention that I think has to get a mention here is Pimp My Ride.
3: Pimp My Ride was okay. <laughs> I, was,
2: uh, I just uh, love the most ridiculous cars they have. <laughs> so, so there was somebody recently who imagine. revisited My Ride, and it's like, they just made this incredibly inconvenient oh, for yeah. people. Like, there That's was one where they put a food, the lady said she likes shakes, so they put a food processor in the back of her. Who yeah. needs a food processor in your trunk? <laughs> I just Nobody. imagine somebody's riding around and like,
3: a, a, tw- a 2003 Impala and it's just got this like huge PS2 system in the back <laughs> and it's like yeah it still doesn't work but i can't get rid of it and, like i, I don't it's know what stuck else to do in with there, it yeah. somebody's got like a fish tank with dead fish from 2007 <laughs> just floating did, around they in they did there.
2: always do it to Pretty average cars as well. Oh, yeah, average, yeah. below average it was like cars. These cars aren't going to be able to, to support this. <laughs> <And> are you <laughs> yeah. putting a new engine in She's there? It's got 175,000 miles <laughs> on it. What are you
3: doing to this car? I
2: love that Tiffany Haddish, that was her first television appearance. And she wasn't even actually on Pit My Ride. She was just a friend talking about her. Her friend deserved to be on Pit My Ride.
3: That, okay, now that we're talking about it, I don't know. I just remember I got sick of it. Do you all, any of you, this was on, I think this was on the Discovery Channel or the History Channel, but uh, Monster House, either you remember. that no i don't of a similar mold they'd like go to somebody's house that wanted renovations but the person would be like a huge land before time fan so they'd make it like a dinosaur house oh god and the show was an hour long and they'd always have like we got to get it done before a week blah 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 but these houses were so cool so cool until you probably had to resell it and then you'd be like who is looking who's in the market (laughs) for a house shaped like a dinosaur egg (laughs) In the middle of just a normal neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I imagine like homeowners associations just had to be livid with this show. There was like a there was a horror there was a horror house. Horror. H O R R O R. Yes. And
2: where women uh, was, sold their uh, bodies.
3: <laughs> so it was basically a brothel. <laughs> but it was like a haunted house theme. and I was like, oh my gosh, your neighbors just have to hate you. Oh, so and like it, TJ, he's dreaming. Little 12-year-old TJ was like, mom, we've got to make a monster. we got to get on Monster House. I probably applied to that show like 30 times.
2: It's also kind of a fun gimmick. And then it's like, yeah, you got to live here now, though.
3: Oh, yeah. And then after a week, it's like, oh, crap. Um, let's see if I can find any. Oh, no, I think that's just... Okay, well, I'll maybe save it. We should do like a little 10-minute Patreon, just kind of keep these conversations flowing. Yeah,
2: no, yeah, let's keep them going. Yeah. We've gotten some fun off-the-rails topics have. today.
3: If your uh, texter says, grown men getting upset that people step on logo that's on the floor that gets stepped on approximately 500 times a game is hilarious. Yeah, it definitely doesn't seem like something to try to rally the troops for a good old-fashioned <laughs> locker room brawl over. Yeah, they tip Again. off
2: on the... We'll go.
3: <laughs> so many things in sports can just be boiled down to, if you don't like it, then beat them.
2: It's kind of a... Uh, if you don't like them, then win. It rem- it's, it's reminiscent of the uh, unwritten rules in baseball. Mm-hmm. Where, like Tony of or- 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 was like, yeah, he should have gotten thrown behind because he hit a home run on a 3-0 count. It's like, this is insanity.
3: Yeah, yeah it's dumb. Yermin gonna yearman. If you mm-hmm. didn't want him to hit a home run on a 3-0 count, then give him a pitch he couldn't hit, dummy.
2: Yeah. Come on. Uh, ooh, we missed... Um, we did miss I, I, a tweet.
3: No, I had sent that in for you to see. I uh, don't even know how you can go about it. You can't. There is no way. It's an old tweet. It's from 2016. But, yeah, there was another coach who's got a really problematic name, but there's a K in front of it. Yes. And Trill Withers said, Coach K, he's got to come off that nickname. It's a young man in dire need. And it really is. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we're just going <laughs> to leave that for that uh texter says when i think of the worst stories i've ever heard in my life that roush yum center ticket story definitely makes the list
2: hey at least i didn't tease it at least oh, I didn't you should have tease teased
3: it. <laughs> 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 that would have been great
2: oh man justin ziguano has actually just been let free in dinosaur world to entertain the guests I, yeah justin we should go to dinosaur world i'm you, in you know dinosaur world is that the sparky one sparky
3: actually starred in kong versus godzilla
0: is that the one that has the big dinosaur off the exit that I always five, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always pass Ooh. the dinosaur and I'm we, like, Oh crap, we, already passed it.
3: Back in the good old days when KRC we'd do lunches and go to Bat and Dusters and have fun. We could go to Dinosaur Land one day. I don't know what we'd do. We well just, okay. So closer to that, home. Is there a, a miniature golf
2: course? Apparently they've put dinosaurs in the mega cavern as like they a, have. I've seen them. It's lame.
3: I don't know how like the dinosaur technology in terms of what kids see has not changed in thirty years. Like it's the good. animatronic dinosaurs. Yeah. No, you need something that's like, you need something. No, that's, I that's I kind of scare kids. I, I kind of like like that jump it's, up on them and like you know like rip their shirt.
2: I kind of like having the old campy. This is from the nineties, so because you do like that. Yeah, because uh, I mean, think about what kids' their entertainment is compared to what we had. Much more advanced. I don't even watch real cartoons for the most part anyway. It's about Bluey. Bluey's a great show because it's an actual cartoon. Ten minutes. You never watch it. TJ, I think even you would like it. Just not even watching it with a child.
0: Is that not Blue's Clues?
2: No, Bluey is, they're Australian dogs. The dad, dad's hilarious. He's He's a great character. Same
0: concept though. They mm-hmm. still check their, oh, they check their, like, iPad and stuff for emails now instead no, of the mailbox? No.
2: That, I mean, that's that's what's great about it. It is not, it is a very old school, they're playing games, like, adventure, imagination stuff. They're not, uh, yeah, because Blue's Clues definitely does all that. Hell, Elmo even has um, a, a, a friend called Smarty that looks it up, you know, and searches stuff on the smartphone. Uh, Bluey, very old school. Uh, we we, we, we got to keep things old school. OS for life doing it the old school way that guy's great i'm
3: just looking for uh, big time zombie themes of the monster houses (laughs) there was one that was a race car house oh what a cool house race car
2: i mean race car beds are pretty popular like you don't need to have a race car house (laughs) to have a race car bed you know
3: oh a texter says monster house will be weird during christmas hey jimmy you sure you opened all your presents? Why don't you check behind that severed head over there? <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's pretty good.
3: All right, what's going on in sports tonight? Anything? Are we going to get, like, huge news again today?
2: Maybe. I think we have an assistant coach talking today for UK. Not a player. So could it end up getting more uh, more stuff out of it?
3: Uh, I feel like there's more football transfers to keep an eye on, or I think somebody else entered the portal that Kentucky could be interested in. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's something we keep an eye on. I don't know. But that's all I got. That's, Man, that's Coach it, K, That's it for me today.
2: Just suck it, buddy. I
3: guess we'll do a little short Patreon, and then we'll get on with our days.
2: That's right. It's Saturday for Justin, after all. It sure is. TGIS. Better be a oh, short one.
3: he's probably like, oh, yeah, Justin, we don't have to do it, buddy. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, everybody, have a good day. Thanks for the text on the show. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Roll Nick
2: Roush.
3: Justin Cain.